Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Welcome back to the Mujeron podcast. I feel like this conversation came at the right time. I was sharing with our speaker today that I just started taking um, some therapy sessions and I really invested in a therapist and it has truly had such an impact in my life. So today we have a Mujeron that's going to help us bring a little bit more awareness on mental health. How can we speak about it with our family? How can we even seek for help, right? We all sometimes find ourselves in places where we need that help. So I'm super excited to share this conversation with you and I'm excited to share our speaker today. So please help me welcome Kayla Nesda. Kayla, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, I'm so excited to be here and we were just chatting, but I definitely think this was the right time to have this conversation. And I feel like we're just going to have a very beautiful discussion here. Yes, I'm super excited. I'm going to tell our audience a little bit more about you. Kayla was born in Colombia and she was raised in New Jersey. She's the founder of the Wellness Glow Up podcast and author of Things I Could Never Thank You For. She aims to create dialogue within Latinx communities about what it means to seek support when caring for mental illness. In 2014, Kayla experienced the sudden passing of her adoptive mother due to a pulmonary embolism. Since then, she has explored the transformation of her grief and life experiences into lessons of self-healing and empowerment. Thank you so much for sharing that. And obviously we'll get a little bit more into your story, but I just, I want to say the topic of mental health is so important in our communities, especially, I feel like it's something that we don't talk enough about, right? And I'm excited to get to know you. So tell us a little bit more about you and about your story. Yeah, sure. It's always funny because whenever I get asked that question, I'm always like, where do I want to take this? So I think (laughs) I'm being called to share right now is I have been on a self-love and self-healing journey for a very long time. I think that a lot of us start on this journey at some point because we feel called, whether it's a transition that we're making in our lives or just figuring out how to adult and be a person. But for me, it's been a really beautiful experience for me to just understand myself a little bit more, understand how I view the world, how I self-heal, how I really just am a person and how I live within my humanity every single day. So a big piece of the work that I do and the things that I share and the art that I create is really centered around that is how do we get to this place of healing, but also how do we not make it to this point where we're always healing all the time. How do we just enjoy being human? And so really where I'm at and all the things that I create and even the journey that I've been on is how do we, and how do I balance that of being in a state of healing, but also being in a state of being human. And it's interesting. Cause again, in my bio, we talked a lot about my mom and the grief and a lot of grief that happens, but 
it's so interesting because something big like that can obviously cause a lot of grief, but we also experience a lot of like smaller griefs where we shift identities. Like you were just talking before we started recording of you becoming a new mom, like that's a grief of not being a mom. And it's beautiful in that sense, but it's really been an interesting process to like relearn myself and to know myself at different levels of me growing older and just learning more things about myself. So that's a little bit about me. I love that. And there's a couple of things that really stood out to me. One is like learning how to just be a human, like kind of like what you were saying and not always be in that healing process. What's something that you can give us as far as like, how can we navigate through that and really enjoy the healing journey without feeling guilty that we're like in this space of just feeling the, all the feelings, if that makes sense. (laughs) No, for sure. And I am somebody who feels the feels all the time. And so I've had to like pull myself out of it sometimes because I'm like, Kayla, relax. It's okay. But one thing that I would say where I'll start is I really focused on and been intentional about being one with nature because we are a piece of nature. We are humans. We live in a world that is consumed by nature and we are created within this context of nature. So if we think about nature, nature has seasons. And for me, I've really had to be able to shift the seasons of where I'm at and just understand what season I'm currently in. And that can be, you know, the four seasons, it could be a month, it could be a day, but it's really understanding what season am I in right now and what feels really good. And again, we can use nature to point towards that. Most of the time in the fall or the winter, when it gets kind of cold, that's my healing. That is a lot of my going more internal, that's more like self-care and self-love and like really going inward because again, it's cold and I don't want to go anywhere. But the spring and the summer for me has been more of this, like, let me just be a human and let me go out into the world and experience things and not be so focused on the healing and the growth. And let me just go experience life and the beauty that it has because I can go do that a little bit more. So we're thinking about the tangible pieces of just being a human I really like to romanticize my life a little bit and romanticize the small things that I'm able to experience as a human being. Like I think about this all the time. This is very esoteric, but we're going to go here. But I think about like, what if I was brought into this world as like a flower or what if I was brought into the world as like something that wasn't able to experience the human experience that we have. And so for me, a lot of it is focused on how do I romanticize my life? How do I love my day to day stuff that I do because I think that so many times and I've shared this multiple times on my platforms is for a while I would like keep my head down and just so focused on the work and the grind and my career and all these other things and I look up a couple years later and I'm like oh where did the time go and we're just kind of in this like lull of sorts so for me a big piece of it is how do I be an active participant in my life and how do I make sure to balance that with the seasons and where I'm at. So it's constantly reassessing. I think that's a big piece of my healing is like reassessing where I'm at and just checking in with myself. I think it's kind of as simple as that. Mm, So many things just resonated with me. The first thing I want to say is the weather changing. So I recently moved to Milwaukee. And for those of you that don't know, the Midwest doesn't get sun. (laughs) in the winter. And I, when I moved here, I heard a lot about like the winter blues and like the winter blues. And I'm like, 
I, I don't know what that is. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens when it gets here. And it truly is something that it affects us. Right. And I love that you say like, when we're in this moment of through the winter or the moments, maybe if it's, it's not the weather for you, it's like, you're in a moment in your life where it just feels heavy. We need to double up on that self-care. We need to double up on that self-development. And I, I just resonated so much with that because I don't think I really ever thought about it that way. Like, Hey, it's that time of the year. Let's double up on that. No, for sure. And again, when we think about the larger context of seasons, like, yes, we have the seasons and you and I both experience it more because I'm in the Northeast, you're in the Midwest and I've been mm-hmm. in the Midwest, So I feel you very deeply on that. <laughs> Literally there's no fun for like a few months. And I'm like, how am I going to survive? But yes. That's a whole other story for another day. But <laughs> I even think about like us who menstruate and the cycle that we have. I mean, we literally have a cycle every single month where when we are menstruating, like there's four to seven days where we're chilling. Like our body is literally releasing stuff and that's an opportunity as well. So it's one of those things where I don't like to recreate the wheel. I don't like to just continue to try and make work for myself how do I literally just embody what nature is already doing and just follow the flow of that because that feels a lot easier versus me trying to figure it out all the time you know yeah and that's something that I didn't really like dabble into until I started my self-development journey like really understanding that as a female there's completely other feelings and emotions that will come with our cycle and how we can really do certain things that will help us come out of that. And I think a lot of times we don't want to overreact, right? Especially in the Latino community, our parents have gone through so much that your period girl, like that's whatever, you know what I mean? (laughs) That's the last thing you're worried about. And I think that through my journey, that's something that came up so much with just really honing in into that femininity and like, how can we nurture ourselves through those times? Um, I want to talk a little bit more about like how to romanticize our life. The way that I interpret that is really celebrating your life, right? No matter how small the wins, no matter how small your accomplishments, your goals, whatever it is that you're achieving is really celebrating and, and making sure that you're being nice to yourself. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you take that on? No, for sure. And uh, even like I mentioned before, it's just being that active participant in uh, your day-to-day. Like if you think about your day-to-day and you think about the stuff that you do every day, a lot of it is boring. Like a lot of it is just like, I'm just going through the motions just to kind of keep myself alive, or I'm just doing the thing because I have to do this to live or to be, you know, a, a citizen within the world. But For me, I started to get to a point where, again, I'm like, all right, how do I like turn this up a little bit? Like, how do I make this more fun? And how do I, again, bring a lot more like love into it? Because I am a, I'm a cancer. So I love love and I'm very homey and I love creating that for myself. But one thing that I do that has really helped me is I want you to think about what you do on a daily basis. I work a nine to five. I also have my business that I'm creating on the side and the brand that I'm creating. And I hate writing emails. I hate answering emails. I hate admin. It is just the bane of my existence. I would much rather be creating or talking to people like you 
Like I would much rather be doing that. So admin is just a nightmare for me. But what I can do in romanticizing it is I can bring my favorite candle that I love the smell. Mm. I love, you know, the way that it looks. I can bring that to my desk and I can light it throughout the day. I can get fresh flowers and put fresh flowers near my desk. I can, because again, it's cold where I'm at. I can get a blanket, my favorite fuzzy blanket, and I can literally sit with it as I'm doing admin. Like, how do we just really cultivate and create a space for ourselves where we want to romanticize it versus like, you know, before all that, I was just doing the admin and just, you know, trying to get through it and just saying, and literally like bypassing my life of source just because I just want to get it done and get it through. So it's more just a mindfulness practice and how do you bring yourself back to the present moment with the things that again are more mundane potentially and things you don't like to do. So that's a really big thing that I love to make sure that I do is to romanticize the little moments that again, I don't really want to do. And rather than trying to bypass the moment, how do I sit within it and how do I make it more enjoyable? I love this. I love this so much because I, I don't think sometimes we realize how much a little candle or a flower can really bring that, that color to our day. And obviously, even when you're doing things that you love, for example, like you said, I love creating, I love having these conversations, but then I have to go and edit this. And that's when things get hard. (laughs) So I feel like this is so great. Like thinking about, all right, when it's time to get to those tasks that are tedious, how can we really bring that color in? I love that so much. Yeah. I think it's one of those things too, where, you know, you may not like flowers or you may not like fuzzy blankets or something related to that, but what are those things that you like? What are those things? And I think that also lends to this topic of like self-curiosity and just getting curious about new things. I think another piece of like romanticizing our life is just getting curious about the stuff. Like if you think about it, I'm thinking about this all the time. When we were kids, like we would just do the thing because we're curious about it. We're just like, let me just go do this thing. I'm not going to think of the consequences. And sometimes obviously, you know, things happen, but (laughs) it's one of those things where I'm like, how can I be a kid again? And how can I really cultivate that inner child to be like, what? I'm curious about this. Who am I right now? Again, do I enjoy flowers? Yes. Do I like a nice candle? Yes. Do I like this type of music? Do I like this type of podcast that I listen to? Like, get curious about who you are right now. And again, that's going to change, but that's also the fun piece of life. And that's like the romanticizing of it is like, I'm going to be a completely different person tomorrow or next week or next year, whatever it is. And so the fun is like getting curious about who we are and how we consistently evolve and change. Like that's so much fun to be a participant in our lives where we're consistently learning this new person and what we like and what we don't like. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty about growing older, right? That we continue to do this soul searching. I want you to give us a little bit of tips on like, let's say that, you know, these are things that we can implement when we get into those days where things are a little heavy, like we were talking about. But if we are already in a place where we're just like in that funk, we're just in that place, we can't really get out of it. And it's, it's almost like, when we're in that mindset, things continue to happen. It's one thing after another. What is something that we can do in order to get out of that? Yeah. And I've been there so many times and it's not fun. It's Mm -hmm. not a fun place to be. It is one of 
the really like I guess darker sides of being a human sometimes it's like just realizing that this is something that happens to us as humans which again like regardless of mental health and if you have a an illness or not like we all feel these feelings every once in a while. Like we all yeah. sometimes feel depressed. We all sometimes feel anxious because we are, a, again, a participant in the world. Like things happen and bad things happen. So we all kind of feel that. So what I really talk about related to this is just pause, stop. Like that's all sometimes it needs to happen is I think that we're in this space right now. I think a lot of people talk to this is like, we're constantly going and doing things. like regardless of, again, if you're just chilling at home, like we're on social media, we are tending to children or family members, we are doing a lot of things. So what would happen if you just pause, just stop for a second and just rest, like truly rest. I don't think that we know how to rest as people, especially as Latinas, we are going all the time and doing all the things to where like, I was talking to a friend about this the other day and she was telling me that she had a day off and I was like, oh, what'd you do? She was like, well, I had this to-do list where I had to go do my laundry and then I had <laughs> and I'm like, that's not resting. That's not resting. What resting yeah. is, is, and again, it's, it's different for all of us, but like for me, resting is being in bed or on the couch with a good book, maybe a nice warm cup of tea, maybe in a bath somewhere and just kind of letting myself zone out and daydream, or maybe it's taking a nice long walk. Like, I think when we get into those spaces where our head is just very dark and our feelings are very dark and they're heavy, what would happen if you just stopped and rested? Like truly stopped and truly rested. I think that a lot of the things that are helpful within this context are found within that is again, within the stop and within the rest. So sometimes it's sometimes it's really as simple as that. And, and a lot of people will be like, it's really that simple. I'm like, yes, but it's not so simple when you, when you've been trained to not do those things, when you've been trained to be in more of a capitalist society, we're going all the time and doing all the things. And again, especially related to, to immigrants and just having the mindset of needing to go because it's our survival. Like that's a very heavy burden to carry all the time on top of the other world events that are going on. So again, stop, rest, and just collect yourself and just know that everything's going to be okay. Yeah, I can so relate to that because even when you're resting, right, and you're saying that you're going to rest, there's all these things of how can I do the self-development work, right? And at the end of the day, that takes effort. So essentially, you're not really resting. I can really relate to this with my mom journey now, right? And how I have set really high expectations to how to be the best mom I can be. And like, I still want to have my projects and I still want to have my business. And I think that a lot of times stopping and just, wow, like taking that rest is really going to give us that, that refresh and like hit that, that reset button that we really need. No, truthfully, and to your point of what we were, what you were saying before is we are so indoctrinated. And again, it's not anybody's fault necessarily. It's just the society that we live in is we are constantly in this society where we are being preached to go all the time. And especially from the vantage point of, you know, first gen immigrants, like we take the burden of that. And I think it's so helpful to have that awareness first and foremost to at least know that it's there 
and constantly be aware of it so that you can make those changes and that you can make those pivots. Because at the end of the day, like all of us just want to be content. All of us just want to be in a place where we feel peace. Like we just want to feel peaceful. And again, the past two years have been the opposite of that, but it's one of those things where how can you also take responsibility for your life and take responsibility for the ways that you show up? Like for me, a big thing that I had to realize specifically within mental health and within my own mental illness is I need to take responsibility of it. It's a card that I was dealt. It was something that, you know, unfortunately I have to deal with this every single day, but I need to take responsibility for it. And I need to be able to be an active participant in the world. And that starts with my own self-responsibility. Yeah. And that's something that comes. So it's so important in order for us to reach that contentness that we're looking for. Right. And I always preach that, like how we, we literally all want to reach our goals and be happy. And how can we do that together? And obviously doing the work that you're doing, this is amazing. Any advice to someone that maybe is very curious about doing more in mental health and they haven't really dabbled into it. I shared with you, I just started I had the self-development journey, you know, going, but I feel like mental health and really going back to things that really trigger us or finding out why certain things continue to come up because it's something that is following us from a very long time. What is a tip that you can give someone that is curious about starting their mental health journey? Yeah. I mean, therapy is first and foremost, I've been in a therapy for a decade now, and that is so helpful in terms of just helping you be more aware of your thoughts and of your patterns. I think that again, sometimes we are so in the lull of the day to day that we don't realize the thoughts that we have. So therapy has been fantastic for that. But if you want something like super simple, I think that a, like a, su- a super simple journal is really, really helpful. And just like getting your thoughts down on a page. And it could be something where for me, I need to have prompts. Like I need something to prompt me to like figure out my thoughts. So it could be a five, the five minute journal it's available on Amazon. I think it's like 15 bucks where it gives you daily prompts where again, what does your ideal day look like? Who are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? And what would make today a great day? So something as super simple as that just helps to ground you. I think a lot of stuff related to mental health. And what I've realized is that when I'm going through my depressive episodes or having an anxious attack of some sort, is I'm very up in my head and I'm very like kind of in the clouds of sorts. So those practices that will help to ground you are going to be instrumental because again, you're all in your head and all these thoughts are swirling around and you're just trying to literally like hold on. So the more that you can ground yourself again with stuff like journaling and just get being more self-aware in that context, that's going to help you immensely. And again, I know that like a lot of these practices related to journaling and meditation and all of these things, which again are super simple and everybody talks about, which can sometimes sound really cliche, but the thing with it is it's the cultivation of the practice and the embodiment of it. It's not just the tip that I'm giving you. It's how do I embody this every single day and how do I practice this thing every single day? That's the work. That is the yes. thing that needs to be implemented because Again, we can look on social media. I can give you five tips. I can give you whatever it is. But if you're not implementing them and if you're not living the practice versus just like learning about the practice, 
then there's a major, major incongruency there. I love that. That's such the, the key part of the whole thing, right? In anything that we do in life, we can do it for three days and feel great and then go back to the old self because we didn't stay consistent. Um, I love journaling. That's something that I also do a lot of. Again, I mentioned the therapy and I think I want to just go back to the first thing you mentioned, like how do we become one with nature, even a simple walk, how that just really changes our mindset. I, I completely agree with that. Where can we find you on social? Yeah. So I am on Instagram and TikTok at Ola. I'm Kayla. And you can find me on my website at KaylaNedza.com. Perfect. I will definitely link all of that on our show notes. Kayla, thank you so much. I really resonated with so many things that you shared with us today. Ladies, please make sure to support and follow her. Thank you so much again for being here today. No, thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. Mujerones, I hope that was helpful for you guys. Please let us know on Instagram what you thought about this episode. And I'm super excited to continue bringing you more conversations. We will see you guys next week. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episodio of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.